0: Live from Masterclass at Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet with a Patreon co-host. This week, it's the Noobs and the Hoobian. My name is Austin. I'm the Hoobian. These are my sons, Corbin and Trip. Yeah, we're the the Noobs. And this week is our special hosting host, Victor. Say hi, Victor. Hi, Victor. There's one in every crowd. Everybody say hi, Victor, that's listening. Just scream it into your iPods, (laughs) driving down the road, shout it into your phones. Anywho, this is a podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And and two two sons sons who who haven't. And one other guy who has, as we'll discover in just a little bit. So welcome to episode number 87, covering Series 6, Episode 10, The Girl Who Waited. This is the one where the Doctor, Amy, Rory, and uh, another Amy? Face off against robots whose kindness can kill you. Amy gets stuck in a faster time stream. Things get wibbly wobbly, and Rory has to choose between two wives. Remember that. Sad Rory. Sad Rory. This is story number two twenty one, originally airing September tenth, two thousand and eleven, to seven point six million viewers. Uh, This was written by Tom McRae and directed by Nick. Hurin, Hurin Hurran Hurin. It's, yeah
1: Hurin
2: Hurran
0: um, of note this week under uh, the cast was the voice of the interface now I I would not have picked up on this I, even when I knew this I didn't pick up on this uh, but the voice of the interface so this was the you know the light shining on Amy's face and, and talking and sounding all benevolent that was uh-huh. Imelda Staunton otherwise known as Dolores Umbridge from Harry the Harry Potter movies Y'all remember that Dolores?
1: Yes, is, is unbelievable. The,
0: the woman, yes, the woman that you just hate to to hate, even even though you hate her, you hate the hatred of hating her. Yeah. That's most
2: enemies in uh, Harry Potter. Actually,
0: I mean, this is true. You Draco is
2: to hate to hate, despicable to in every kind of way.
0: To, um, but uh, so yeah, that was that was her her kindly voice. So apparently, she can sound like a nice person when she's not playing Dolores Umbridge. (laughs) Guys, Noobs and the Hoovian is brought to you by R5 Website Management, where you can get your world-class hosting, domain registration, and security at a great price. As always, we've got a special deal just for Noobs and the Hoovian's listeners and their friends and family. Use the code noobs (laughs)
1: noobs <laughs>
0: at checkout when your uh, co-hosts are paying attention for 15 percent off of your entire order head over to store.r5websitemanagement.com use the code noobs at checkout for 15 percent off of everything you throw in your cart all right so that brings us down to the checklist all right so the first thing on the checklist the name of the episode spoken in dialogue i had to stop and think when i was doing this part of the checklist i don't think it was spoken in this episode though it has been spoken like a hundred other times in the last <laughs> yeah. two seasons. Like the girl who waited is like Amy's last name.
2: It's right? <laughs> um, a very long last name. She has two. <laughs> dri- it
0: just goes right off the end of her driver's license, and everything. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> it, it was not actually spoken in this episode, but this is this is more like an episode whose title comes from a catchphrase of the show for the last two yeah. seasons, is kind of kind of the way that
1: works. Which is why things. I was super hyped to see this one. I was like, Oh, is I that just why you were wait. ready for it? I was just so ready to. I don't know. Like,
0: y'all, Trip was I dying. just know like,
1: something was going to happen.
0: In we, this we finished watching, uh, whatever, uh, uh, Night, Night Terrors. Terrors. We yeah. finished watching Night Terrors, and Trip's like, can we watch The Girl Who Waited? And I'm like, A, no, because like we, we always wait till the next week. And B, next week is a classic Who rewind. And so, no, we're like, for multiple reasons, we're not going to. And he like begged all week long. And then when we got done with Genesis of the Daleks, I was like, I think okay, when we got done the- with the first episode of Genesis of the Daleks on like Thursday night. You were like, how about the girl who waited? And I was like, no, <laughs> like we're in the middle of a story. Um, and then we and then finished
1: all of them. We finished all of them. And we them? had Saturday off because we didn't do it on Saturday.
2: Right, right. We watched them in advance. And Brayden
1: and uh, Mom were out. Yeah. So I was like, this so is Trip the perfect was like, time. We
0: could watch it now. And I'm like, do you know what happens when we watch an episode before
1: I said we we've recorded watch it twice. the previous one?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but all we would have been talking about during genesis of the daleks would have been this episode instead i knew that that would be Which and, then, would and spoilers. then after we recorded genesis of the daleks you were begging then you're like it's only eight thirty. <laughs> we still have time to watch the girl who waited i was like Dude, but we you're, were you're going to,
1: to because we weren't going to have time on saturday mm.
0: we were yeah, gonna... he just kept coming up with new and inventive ways of why we needed
1: to watch it in advance
0: so he wanted to watch it like multiple times so um when when we're done recording we'll go and we'll watch it again yeah, just for yeah. You, okay <laughs> yeah, so so spoiler alert on how trip felt about this episode. <laughs> uh, right,
2: so.
0: uh the creature of the week were the hand bots um they started out as somewhat innocent looking little white robots just, with kind hello. of
1: kind of creepy hands yeah like just those
0: were just like
2: human yeah it was just um, like
1: the weird plastic kind of hands but they were like rubbery too so was i was gonna right. say yeah like
0: not even plastic like the rest of them look plastic but their hands look like yeah. they were made out of like ballistic gel or something like that you would make a crash test dummy out. Of. also
1: when their face opened
0: um well that was yeah that, that, was, later, that, that was
1: that was, was where i got 500 of the creep <laughs> <laughs> um
0: but so rory it was immediately skeptical of these guys. And as it turns out, you know, rightly so for, for every possible reason. So, uh, let's see, bow ties are cool. We didn't get anything about bow ties, but he, we did get glasses are cool. I didn't really know where to put Uh that. So I just put it here on the checklist, um, between bow ties are cool and hats that the doctor likes to wear. Uh Uh, So we got his glasses are cool. And then uh, I love that the doctor puts them on. Rory says they look hideous. He's like, no, no, they don't. Glasses are cool. And then like the rest of the episode every time the glasses are referenced it is how hideous they are yeah like rory thinks they look dumb amy thinks they look dumb on rory amy thinks she looks dumb while she's wearing them rory agrees saying that's what i told the doctor so i I thought that was um
1: then the grass the glasses just got thrown out into the void of space and disintegrated by every known alien (laughs)
0: left on the floor yeah when they like so. when they started spazzing out because of the paradox and they they literally like jumped off of Rory's face, I think they stayed there, didn't they? No,
1: no. He, the robot guy picked it up and handed it back to Rory because it was fine again. I don't know.
0: I think he did, but I don't it know did. what happened after that. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I like don't know that. why. He picked Which it up means though. we'll probably see them next season. There's,
1: no, we probably and by that won't. I mean season
0: thirteen, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the next season
0: to air as we're as we're speaking. Of, so, uh, we didn't get a Doctor Who. Uh, we didn't get any Geronimos. We haven't heard of Geronimo in a while.
1: When was the last time Happ- we heard a Geronimo? I think uh, last season. A while ago.
0: Uh, no, no, last no, season. no, because it was on the night terrors. We got one didn't from. We get one? Mm, no, when he
1: opened up the cupboard.
0: Did Did he? Yeah, yeah a and night terrors can resolve easily. He I don't remember that. The, the last one I remember was from the flesh doctor saying it right before he. Blew himself up (laughs) before the needless, uh,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: Uh, let's see. We didn't get any new stuff that the doctor loves, so that's okay. Uh, under jiggery pokery, the Sonic, how about Amy just straight up building a Sonic, did did y'all catch that? I mean, it looked a little janky.
1: It's a probe. It's a probe.
0: By Uh, the way, man, she, her Scottish was really coming out in this one. Um, I don't know, something about. Uh, six year old Amy,
1: huh? I said six year old Amy,
0: Yeah. Like grizzled old Amy pond, you know, (laughs) like, uh, battle worn and, you know, slightly older and everything. Um, but yeah, she, she called it a, a probe. I love the way she said probe every time she said it, I was like, just keep talking. Just keep talking. Darren Gillen. (laughs) Scottish person. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So she straight up built one now to, to parallel that. I think we've talked about this before this is, and, and it's, it. this is not a spoiler because if you haven't heard this by now, you will hear it in the intervening years before we get there. But at the beginning of 13's time, she built her own uh, sonic screwdriver as well. So yeah, she, yeah. she builds one um, which uh, we, we kind of get to see a little bit of the process rather than Amy just shows up and it's there because she's been there for what it, like 36 years. I don't
1: know. She just strapped a couple computer chips to each other. This will make a sonic. Like <laughs> how did she know? <laughs>
0: she didn't strap them. She duct taped them.
1: Duck and there was tape. definitely
0: like electrical wiring tape or, <laughs> or
1: something like that so
0: uh let's see the uh the tardis uh there was the one bit where the doctor is talking to the tardis and said what's the nasty amy done to you huh <laughs> just the <laughs> i guess the whole paradox thing going on uh, i thought you were going to say something no just, <laughs> just,
1: just made to look like that. you
0: were about to make a, a very profound statement and no i
1: uh, and the no nope. profound you're, you're not just, fe-
0: feeling profound you just uh, didn't, you it, let it, us
1: you let us all down how could you do this if y'all notice any difference the in the
0: show. noobs voices this week it's because uh, they had a really <coughs> busy long weekend I died it probably involved <gasps> not enough sleep you died um, they were at a, at a youth <laughs> event died. and so they uh they are pretty worn out so if they sound a little lackluster and low-key so victor we're counting on you to bring up the level man <laughs> are you with us are you gonna bring up the level yeah <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> yes, we must bring up the it. level.
0: <laughs> bring up the energy bring level. Up
1: the level. That's right. <laughs> uh, we didn't get
0: any needless sacrificial deaths. Um did we? We didn't get a needless sacrificial death, but we did get a sacrificial death, yeah. right? Yeah. Cause, cause it would have been needless if like if it had turned out that the doctor wasn't lying. And then, yeah. for whatever reason, old Amy just decided to sacrifice herself. Or the writers could have been really bold and had young Amy sacrifice herself, and have the now you just have old Amy, and somehow you can deal with the paradox or something. I, don't I know, that'd be interesting.
1: I kind of did, but kind of didn't want that to happen.
0: Kind of wanted like, young Amy to die.
1: Yeah, because that that would be I don't know that would be a bold thing. I would I feel say, like there would be a huge uproar of, no, not Amy. <laughs> I think, but it would be cool having an old Amy and trying I, to I seriously
0: get her thought, back. when I was first watching this, I seriously thought slash hoped that they were going to do both Amys for a few episodes. Now, Corbin, what was your take on it?
2: Um, <laughs> I was not ready. I don't know. I did kind of think that um, it's going to be like, Oh, we can have both Amys, and then something was going to happen right, right at the end. And right. Old Amy was going to die. Mm-hmm. That thing that happened was just that the doctor was completely lying. Completely but, lying because he's a dirtbag. But I was like, I, I was thought like, it would oh, this end epic up. fight scene, she's Yeah, gonna, she's like, going to Sacrifice herself. Maybe not needlessly, but at least sacrifice herself. Right. And then it's like, nah, the doctor just closed the door on her. Yeah. Like, how, in her face.
1: How small. Not small, young Amy. Not small,
0: small Amy. <laughs> that's <laughs> a different
1: height. Old, that's, small, Amy. Um, fish fingers and custard, Amy. Yeah. So when young Amy got zapped, I I kind of thought that it was gonna be old Amy was gonna get zapped. Then young Amy was gonna get old Amy into the TARDIS, and then like she was gonna get pulled back or something, and All like. Right the doctor couldn't save both of them because i don't know for some reason and then like <laughs> old version would be able to like have to learn how to get back into this environment of yeah not i mean all kinds of stuff the that they could have done stuff. there
0: and they even started hinting at that when when yeah. they were like uh where are you going to live and she's like well not with you guys maybe i'll go travel and i'll pop back in for easter and christmas or something but Ooh, it was it was around that too. time that corby goes She's totally gonna die. <laughs> yeah, <I> was <laughs> like, like, Corbin was like, "She's not surviving." Corbin, Corbin she. was ready for it. He was, he was preparing. So, uh, so under jibberety Jabberty, so that wasn't really a needless sacrificial death, but but definitely a sacrificial death. I mean, she, old Amy definitely sacrificed herself for young Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so under jibberety uh we had the doctor saying, "Maybe if we shunted the reality compensators on the TARDIS, recalibrated the doomsday bumpers, and jettisoned the karaoke bar, yes, <laughs> maybe, yes, the TARDIS could sustain the paradox." I thought that was great. I um, think
1: that was where. You could have easily gone. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. Like, <laughs> you can't sustain a paradox because you jettisoned a karaoke bar. You uh, can You, you can uh,
0: So there was. Um, I love. I love the idea of the doomsday bumpers. <laughs> I love that they throw out. So in Star Trek, the um, the uh, transporters have a thing called the um, Heisenberg uh, Heisenberg buffers. I think, Heisenberg buffers. So there's the Heisenberg uncertainty principle that has something to do with, you know, you, you can't know exactly where a, a quantum particle is in space until you observe it or something like that. Um, and, and so they they work a, a, a phrase like that into the mythos of the show just to throw in there that, hey, this is really thought through in high tech. And really it's just like they, they had this one cool phrase. I love that they've done this with doomsday bumpers. Doesn't that make it sound like there is a, there is like a TARDIS equivalent to an airbag, except it's designed <laughs> to prevent the end of the universe or the end of a planet as we know it. Like, don't worry, guys, we've we've engaged the doomsday bumpers. I love that. The, um, oh, and apparently, if you recalibrate them, they can do other stuff too. So,
1: yeah, they can stop paradoxes. They can. They can.
0: Oh no, they can sustain. Sustain.
1: Paradoxes. They can allow the
0: paradox to continue, which is. But even
1: I, what I was weirder. confused is what he was saying i saying the TARDIS can sustain a paradox. So does that mean you have to be in the TARDIS to sustain the paradox? It kind of sounded That's like that. That's what it didn't sounded it? like, and I was going to be like, "Amy's going to have old Amy's going to have all these adventures, like running around the TARDIS, and like." But she's going to have to stay the, in the TARDIS. But she's she's going to have like, to stay right? in the TARDIS, yeah. so she'll be just Which, as alone as she was.
0: Yeah, and So we can life. boil all that down to say the Doctor was just lying. So it doesn't really matter. (laughs) Also,
1: why did she have to die? She could have just kept living in that place.
0: Well, no, 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 because as soon as they left, as soon as the TARDIS took off, she would cease to exist because
2: Because her timeline would no longer exist. Even though we already just pulled the old Amy through time, meaning you shouldn't exist now anyways and whatnot. Yeah, Yeah, like the
1: second old Amy existed, you should have never existed.
0: Right, right, right. But the but the whole idea is, generally speaking, like once once you like they're they're locked into that timeline, right? But once mm-hmm. the TARDIS leaves, like they could still change things. But once the TARDIS leaves, okay, that's it. That the decision has been made. So why I think couldn't it was they
1: just have all stayed there like, forever? Like and why would they do that?
0: Well, the Doctor definitely wouldn't have done that.
1: Yeah, but like they could have stayed there and maybe zapped all of the people from every time stream <laughs> into that place, then Amy would be like the hero. By the way,
0: okay, total, total side quest here. But that was, for me, a major problem with the Two Streams facility, is that the idea was, you know, they, so they get they get 24 hours to live because of this plague. So they put them in this compressed time stream so that they get to live out, in that 24 hours, they get to live out decades, right, presumably. Mm-hmm. At, at which point, they will still die of this plague, but they get to live out a longer life. And your loved ones, because of the spyglass thing, they can actually interact with you and watch you as you go through that. And, and then we see, and trips like, wow, they have to live out the rest of their lives in that room? And I'm like, wait, 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 just wait for it. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, there's like a whole facility. But nobody else was there.
1: They should have put them all in the same place. So it's like another Earth.
0: Um, it was what now?
1: Like if they took every person and just had, oh, you press the, what? It was like the red waterway or something. Red
0: waterfall. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If you press the red waterfall, it opens up a door. Here's the room. There's all the people that have gone into the red waterfall are now in that room Well, and that way you don't have to make it like interdimensional time stuff and like a bunch of different red waterfalls. Well, that that was
0: my problem with the facility, was that if you go in there, that ap- apparently, the way, the way I understood it was that all of the time streams were running in parallel. It wasn't mm-hmm. two time streams, it was like thousands or millions Which of them. Which makes two streams an odd name. Well, it does, but it also means that everyone who goes in there had the same fate that Amy did of, being alone for the rest of your
1: life, unless you went in with other people.
0: No, that's the point. Is that there's no everybody goes in by themselves. No, everybody's time stream is different. I mean, yeah, I guess if you walked in there as a group, sure.
1: That's that's the point. Is if you and your family get infected, then everybody who think got
0: that's infected the point, can. Now the idea was more like the reason you for the get green sick.
2: Room is. So right. your family can see you right. when
0: you're sick. So the idea is, you get sick, you go to the Red Waterfall. We go into the Green Anchor, and we can see you live out your life in that 24 hour span. But the problem is, while you're in the Red Waterfall, you're the from your perspective, you're the only one in there. So, like I thought, it was supposed to be you go in and it's like a resort, and everybody is is there yeah, who got the that plague. That is apparently from what from what works. I understand, the doctor was saying it's millions of time streams running in parallel. So it means everybody had their own time and stream. Every time you go everybody in, everybody who goes in there. Remember when Rory opened up the door? Yeah. And it was empty. Mm-hmm. It's because he was opening up a new time stream. So if you go in there, you are by yourself for the rest of your life. I'm like, that stinks. Yeah.
1: So that that's worse than dying.
0: <laughs> it seems like, it. I mean, you get to live out the rest of your life, but yeah, you get to do it in soli like like Amy said, in solitary confinement.
1: That's so. like either you can die, or you walk into this room and you just exist by yourself. For About that would be by that would right. be it's torture to me.
2: Would you rather? That's just like really, really stupid. And has no. <laughs> would you
1: rather die <laughs> in twenty-four in hours or yeah. just exist in a twenty-four-hour stretched-out period where you can only do seven different doorways? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Corbin was like, how like am I going to
1: live Corbin's out like, There's 40 There's not a whole
2: lot of choices years. here. You have, Is there garden you have world garden. <laughs> And roller coaster world. Garden
1: world. Like okay, I would so get bored of this stuff Speaking a of
2: roller
0: coaster world, under other stuff we noticed, the check-in girl referenced a death coaster that was an exact replica of the one at Disneyland <laughs> Clomb. I don't know if y'all picked up on that. I didn't catch what she said. I heard her say Disneyland something. And I was like, oh, haha, it's Disneyland on an alien planet. But apparently it was Disneyland... Clom. Now, why is Clom important? Do you guys remember Clom?
1: Yeah. No. So,
0: Clom is the twin planet of Raxacora and yeah. it is the home of the Absorbaloff. Yeah. You remember the Absorbaloff? Mm-hmm. So, that is the, 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 the home of the Absorbaloff, uh, twin planet of Raxacora and it's also one of the 27 planets that was stolen by the Daleks. So, it's just a fun little throwback to apparently one day we're going to have Disneyland on Klom. Um, so humans are going to be there enough to to create that. So um, we also had. Um, oh, I, I thought this was a great line from the doctor. He says time is always a bit wibbly wobbly, but in two streams, it's extra wobbly.
3: Wobbly. I, I wrote that.
0: I wrote actually. It's no extra. It's extra wobbly. So <laughs> so if time time travel is wibbly wobbly at two streams, it's extra wobbly. So you have to add a so, third nonsense word. Wibbly wobbly wobbly. Indeed. Yes, wibbly, we are wobbly, now extra changing
1: wobbly. that. Yes.
0: So if it's extra wobbly, that would be double the wobbly. So it would be wibbly, wobbly, wobbly, wobbly. Or would it be wobbly, wibbly, wobbly, wobbly?
1: Is
0: this thing on? Is anybody here also? listening?
1: <laughs> Lovely, 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 lovely. All right,
0: so guys, that brings us down to who's who. And so, because we have our special uh, hosting host with us this week, we were going to take a few minutes to talk about who is Victor. So, first of all, uh, Victor, tell us a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Where are you from? Uh, generally speaking, because uh, in the great tradition of nobody's listening, we don't want stalkers to find you. So, um, just tell us a little bit about you. I'm
4: fourteen. I am from Florida, and I really like that What a coincidence
0: that I want this podcast. What a coincidence that you're on a Dr. Who podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think there's a little bit uh, less of a coincidence than one might be led to believe here. So. <laughs> uh, how long have you been watching Dr. Who, and like, how did you find it? What what got you into Dr. Who?
4: I don't know exactly how, but at some point, we found a DVD at the library, and we started watching.
0: No way! Really?
4: That's
0: how I kind. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, so it wasn't like one of your parents was really into it, or a friend told mm-hmm. you about it. You just found it at the
1: library. Well, just oh, this looks like a thing. What? One of my parents knew
4: about it, and then we found it at the library, and we started watching it. But they didn't like. They weren't like movies.
0: They weren't. A, yeah, they yeah. Knew mm-hmm. about the show. So I'm curious. What what did you find first? What was the first DVD that you picked up?
4: I think it was this season you guys are in right? oh really oh that's cool yeah
0: that's awesome so um i get yeah. my, my next question was how uh how much classic who have you seen so you found the dvd of this season well let me back up i'm getting ahead of myself you found a dvd of of this season and then what did you immediately go back to nine and and start with new who or what'd you do um no
4: actually after this season we went. To four, we watched a bunch of four, and then we watched a little bit of one and two, and wow, and then we went to the beginning of six and watched on.
0: All- <laughs> We're just all over the Were place. You, okay, <laughs> when you say six, you mean the sixth Doctor? Yeah. Wow. So you wow. guys, so you dove into classic Who? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, we went. We watched this season, and then we went into classic
0: wow this okay this is a completionist after our own hearts right here it's just like oh we must start at the beginning we must watch it all that's fantastic so um so you all right so then after six what did you do you just kept on going through classic who and caught up or what
4: Uh, well we found season nine after like after we were watching some old who because like this season was the only one we knew who and then we just watched all the it, like until the end of ten.
0: You and said season nine. New did you mean the ninth Doctor, like the uh, season yeah, one of New yeah, Who?
4: Ninth doctor. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: So so you found that, and then you you just tore through what was what was ex- a round of New Who. Did you ever go back and finish up Classic Who?
4: Not really. We we watched a little bit a few times. Right. Mm, we just we after New Who we just kind
1: of stopped watching. Over.
0: <laughs> it's kind of hard to go back yeah,
1: yeah it's like once you get to the good stuff you just
0: <laughs> the good stuff are <laughs> means really out there shouting into stuff. their ipods
2: how dare you sir <laughs> that's funny are you insulting my favorite <laughs> doctor
0: that's First very cool doctor. so uh so you have you are completely caught up on new who is that right it
4: that that's true I, okay So,
0: are, are you watching uh season 12 as it's coming out right now uh uh, no, not season no, no. Okay. Did you uh did you watch uh season eleven? Did you see any of Jody yet?
4: Oh um I think no, I haven't
0: seen Oh, so you haven't seen any Whitaker yet? No. I
4: mean be... old... we have all of the Peter Capaldi scenes, uh-huh. But we haven't seen
0: haven't seen any of Whitaker yet. You know, it's funny, Jared, uh, told me the same thing because there was a, um, there was a premiere of season 12. It's a, it was a two part se- series opener and they showed it in the theater. And mm. so, um, I actually, uh, went to that. Obviously the, the noobs here didn't cause they're not caught up there yet, but, um, I was Point asking to. Jared about it. I was like, Hey, are you going? And he said, no, I hadn't seen any of Whitaker yet, so I'm going to wait. And I was kind of surprised by that. But basically, um, uh, what I didn't know until then was that he had kind of gotten most most of the way through Capaldi or maybe all of Capaldi, but mm-hmm. then had just kind of gotten out of the habit of watching Doctor Who. And then it was our show that brought him back to Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. So what he decided is he's not going to watch Whitaker until we get there. So he's just rewatching New Who with us. And then once we catch up to to 13, he's going to start watching, you know, that's, he's going to save those episodes. So I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty cool. So. All right, Victor, uh, if you can hear me, we're going to do a lightning round. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit you with uh, five or six uh, rapid fire questions and no time to think. You just got to respond. Are you ready for it?
4: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was too long of an answer. You, you already lost. No, i was kidding. All right. So number one, favorite doctor?
4: Ten.
0: Ten. Favorite companion? Make. Favorite classic companion?
4: Ace.
0: Ace. Okay. Uh favorite villain. And this is by the way this is out of everything you've ever seen. What? Favorite villain.
4: Cyberman.
0: The Cyberman. Okay, lamest villain.
4: Probably the
0: Absorbable. The Absorbable off. How dare you, sir.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably cuz I just mentioned him. All right, you are the doctor's companion. Do you go to the future or the past? The future. The future. Awesome. Uh, and then lastly, Bad Wolf or Impossible Girl. And the noobs don't even know what I'm talking about yet. Impossible Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible Girl is how that came across. Girl. That was awesome. Wait, hang
1: on. <laughs> yeah,
0: it broke did up Did you really syllable. say
2: Absorbaloff?
0: Did you say Absorbaloff earlier for Lamest Villain? I,
1: yeah. How did you even I, I catch that? I thought
4: it was cool, but like a oh, no. villain? I thought it was like.
1: I think, I think that was uh, like lamest as in worst or lamest as in like,
0: however you want to interpret stupidest. Like, so here's the thing, the, the off, I, I didn't know this until uh, recently. I found, I went down a rabbit hole on a recent episode. I don't remember what happened, but the absorb off, um, uh, was a villain created by a kid. Yeah. So yeah. remember how we talked about it? Like there was a TARDIS room. There was a TARDIS control room, and it was it was the contest yeah. winner, like where a bunch of kids tried to design a TARDIS control room. The, the same thing, the a bunch of kids. I
1: feel like we talked about yeah,
0: that. Yeah, So the off was designed by a kid. So if it's not quite up to the normal standards, <sighs> uh, that would be why. So, um, so uh, anywho, that kind of wraps up our time with who is Victor, um, just to give us a little bit better idea of who he is. So, um, Victor, we were we were so excited uh, to have you. Uh, come aboard as a as a hosting host i threw that idea out there and by the way uh, just maybe i haven't mentioned it in a long time but the hosting host idea is uh at a certain pledge amount um that essentially covers the cost of our hosting so it's like you're hosting the hosting and i thought hey this would be neat if you do that you get to be a co-host for an episode um so i threw that out there assuming that uh it was never going to be taken up on. Yeah. It's <laughs> like maybe in a few years, uh, somebody will take us up on that, you know, yeah. right about the time that we're catching up to the end of the show and we're wrapping it up. Um, <laughs> but but um, Victor jumped, right I think it was the first month that I threw that out there. Um, Victor jumped on board. So we were super excited about that and um, reached out to see it's if, you know, like, long, is he a real person um, and, and things like that. And then uh, touched base with, uh, with, with, uh, him and his mom to to coordinate and then unfortunately we have spent like what has it been three months i think yeah it's um,
1: been a long it's time. been
0: entirely too long yeah. where we were trying we to work have out set it up the,
1: first We uh, should have set it up first.
0: well again I, I just to be honest <laughs> i threw it out there and i was like i'll work out the details later because it's not gonna, gonna do it. happen
1: <laughs> so i was like
0: i'll have plenty of time to research it and all this kind of stuff and then it was like hey how about now <laughs> what if it was happening huh. now so uh, it's like, but nah, Victor, we do. let's just
1: throw this out there.
0: <laughs> That's right. So, Victor, we, we really do appreciate you coming on board and, and being a, a faithful Patreon supporter. And uh, it's been fun having you on. And and for the listeners, this is the first time hearing from Victor, but we've actually gotten to chat with him a few times. Um, I've been emailing with him for, uh, for a little while, and then we've been on Discord a couple of times. Testing things out. And um, he was actually here with us um, listening in on the episode that we did with Jared, um, as that was the first time that we got everything up and running. So, anywho, we're going to move right along with the rest of the who's who and talk about who is Rory. Uh, so, first of all, there's the, we, we were just talking about the millions of time streams. And when that first popped up, Rory says, Are they happy? And I love the doctor going, Oh, Rory, leave it to you to think of that. You know, like, of course, Rory's always, you know, about people i'm a nurse <laughs> um what does this l- line say i don't oh I um wrote
2: it. Why are you I,
0: <laughs> I wrote i don't care that you can't old um it should be that you got old rory tells amy i don't care that you got old i care that we didn't get old together i thought that was a a fantastic rory line there um Sad i love that amy rory. named the robot rory because of course she did um and then uh, we talked about how Rory had to uh, choose which wife that he wanted, and then he tells the doctor uh, so so that happened early in the episode, and then it happened at the very end where he, like the doctor puts his hand on the lock and says, "You know, it's your choice, Rory, and he's like, "This isn't fair, you're turning me into you." Right. So there was, there was a lot going on in this episode. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, calling the doctor out in this episode, both on Rory's part and Amy's part. So speaking of who is Amy, what was that?
4: I I should have said this earlier, but for like random. Yeah. When they first met her and she had like the helmet thing on. Yeah. Like when she was wearing it, like when she talked, her voice was like,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Her voice was kind of like, they were doing like a Darth Vader type, type, thing. type thing. You know, she's like, I waited. And it was all like <laughs> I don't know why I did Batman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> waited. Not a Darth Vader voice.
0: <laughs> um <sighs> Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was weird because if that's that never happens again.
2: Yeah. And she, I,
1: she I, just I, takes that off, throws it down, I forget guess it about it. was that. just
0: supposed to be a reveal, right? They put a mask on her and then they disguise her voice. As so if that, you didn't as if you didn't know that was. the flaming redhead that comes into the room is is Amy. Of course, we knew that. Who is it? I um, wonder. Yeah, but that that was an, uh, an interesting little thing. And she's kind of like made like made armor out of the robots and stuff like that. So so we are, we're we're gonna have a distinction here of who is Amy, and then we're gonna say who is Old Amy. We're gonna treat those as two different characters, kind of like we've done in the past with River and stuff. So uh, so who is Amy? I love that that line towards the beginning of the episode. She says, "Rory, I love you. Now save me. Go on then." <laughs> it's right it's like i'm waiting for you uh i'm counting on you to save me i i thought it was interesting that the juxtaposition i love that she said rory i love you now save me right instead of saying doctor come save me but then later on when she wrote with lipstick on the on the door she wrote doctor i'm waiting and i was like come on guys like keep it by consistent. guys i mean the writers yeah yeah like we, we've had the struggle and we've we've moved beyond that struggle Right? It's, it's Rory. It's always been Rory. You know, that whole thing.
1: Even when she was talking and it made it sound like it was a doctor, you it's fell out of the sky. Intentionally. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Like, exactly.
1: you literally fell out of the sky.
0: We had the, the line, Rory is the most beautiful man she's ever met. I thought that was great. Um, and then I just put a note, the Macarena, really? Yeah. Like, the Macarena is, we're going to we're gonna call back to, to <clears throat> that.
1: <more>. Yeah. <laughs> Our and first kiss. Did, didn't the they macarena. say that's their
0: first kiss? Yeah, I'm like in what context? While doing, doing the, the macarena,
1: <laughs> hey, I didn't
0: say it was a good kiss. It was I'm just saying, hey, the first one.
1: Hey, macarena, <laughs> 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 Like Amy like, stumbles back.
0: That's not what I was trying ma-carina. to do. Come here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great
0: that they they had the shot of them both doing the mar- macarena <laughs> with their eyes closed in this sort of dreamy state. I'm like, that's the weirdest
2: juxtaposition. <laughs> to one no, does the macarena like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, so first of all, when the doctor says you need to remember something so powerful, my first thought was fish fingers and custard.
1: Yeah. And
0: then my second thought was, no, 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 this is an Amy Rory it's episode. So it's going to have to be something they to got do got with married. Rory,
1: right? Well, yeah, I thought when yeah. they got married. the Wedding day
0: or the centurion who waited for me for thousands of years. No, it's the Macarena. Uh, so, Macarena. And again, it just happens to be it the was, first time it was, he it's says. Work-
1: but, it's been stuck in my head 36 years. But it was not. It,
0: this was not a callback. We didn't get that. They didn't yeah. play the Macarena at the wedding. You know, this is the first we've ever gotten in this. Anyways, that, that could have been a great callback joke if they'd have set it up, you know, two seasons ago or whatever. But All right. So who is old Amy? Can I just start off by saying the makeup on old Amy was good?
1: Except <laughs> she looked the exact same that she looked. No, she did no, that's okay.
0: So ago. here's the thing. She when looked she her old, body. <laughs> Victor's <laughs> like, you are wrong when when she first lifted up the mask i'll be oh, honest i dare you. It, it was like yeah <laughs> victor's lag just just made him take 30 seconds to say how dare you that was great uh, <laughs> that or he was really offended by you and, and was drawing it out
2: um
0: when you first see her i'll be honest trip my first thought was oh they didn't really do much yeah because it was so good it looked so natural that it doesn't look like a bunch of makeup it's, yeah to me it wasn't until later in the episode when they are standing there looking at each other and the camera's going back and forth that you see first of all how flawless karen gillen's face is <laughs> just like baby smooth skin and then goes the your favorite then is new favorite and then how
1: nasty she wasn't nasty she was just she oh, was naturally nasty. Baby, not smooth. Yeah,
0: she just had some wrinkles, but
2: it looks so not, baby like,
1: Yeah, not baby smooth. What's that, Victor? Skin was like,
2: like old. Oh yeah, it was kind it of orangeish color. It was pretty. It strange, was kind of darker, kind of
4: orange.
2: orange. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there was something about it where I'm like, she looks kind of like Donald Trump. Not yeah. gonna <laughs> what? <laughs> y'all are crazy
1: 80 year old You're woman crazy. looks like y'all donald trump <laughs> she's not 80 years old <laughs> she's like,
2: anyways
0: I 70 thought,
1: year old woman looks like i thought donald that the makeup trump. was
0: was very well done it was not super over the top um I'm, and i'm thinking of like you know look at like back to the future when you see like old marty and he looks like <gasps> ridiculous um the one character that they nailed in the in that series of movies by the way was biff old biff looks exactly the way he looks now which is amazing. Um but uh, you predicted the future. Uh, they really No, they did. just
1: went to the future. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's like. Hey, yeah. can you come star on this movie like 20 that you years ago? In? Yeah. Um
0: there was the moment where old Amy started to put on the lipstick uh, that she used to write on the door like when when she's first back in her little hideout, she starts to put the the lipstick on.
3: And then then, like shakes her head
0: and decides not to and i was like oh man that's so that's such a great little moment there where she's like oh it's oh it's rory i better i better go like put on my lipstick and get looking nice and Mm. then she's like gruffy old nah
1: nah it's been 36 years i have a better
0: one that's right yeah yeah. i was
1: kind of waiting to look on the robot and there to be like like a red kiss mark or something. On the on the, Rory on the robot. robot.
2: On the Rory. Oh, you meant like she put the lipstick on it.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> I know you
0: meant
2: she made out with the robot.
0: That would that would be so great if like the you know, there was the sharpie face on the front of the robot and then like all on the cheek, it's just like a bunch of uh lipstick prints and everything. <laughs> Kissing on the Rory bot for all these years. Um so she hasn't laughed in thirty six years. Corbin had a problem with that.
2: That apparently. doesn't make any sense? <laughs> I would laugh, laugh to break the tension of myself. I it's like that made no ha-ha, sense. But like, bushes, I would tell jokes,
1: killer robots. that I would
2: think were funny because I'm that kind of person. And then I would <laughs> laugh and be like, "Ha, huh, that was clever, Corbin." No one else thinks so because no one else is around except these teleporting robots. I think. It, but, I think
1: you have an idea that you would be talking to yourself this whole time. I would like, be.
2: That is well, exactly what I would do.
1: No, I'm not saying that's like, wrong. Even if she Like even if she would like wasn't
4: like laughing at something funny, like I would like in my own pain. I'd be like I'm all alone.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh at your own pain?
1: Huh, me, killer robots, am I right, guys? Yes, yes. Am I right? Am killer robots am i right guys Uh, well let's
0: let's talk a little bit more about that in a minute i just remembered i have something about that uh in a a segment down below so um i love that she says all those boys chasing me and it was always only rory i thought that was great and then later on she says you're too younger amy you're asking me to defy destiny causality and the nexus of time itself for a boy which younger amy says you're amy he's rory so yes i am and then she steps out and says i'm gonna pull time apart for you i thought that was that was great um and i was then, waiting
1: for her to like walk out say i'm gonna pull time apart for you and then like pull them and like kiss them in the lips and then like push them away and like start walking away or something
0: yeah there's there, there definitely there's this definitely some definitely there that never got never got taken care of so, yeah. um she she has a moment where she says i've forgotten how much i loved being her amy pond in the tardis with rory um so a lot of Aww. a lot of amy rory building in in this episode here so uh let's see who is the doctor uh let's see he couldn't go in the uh what does it say who couldn't go into the red waterfall because the plague thing would kill him dad
2: can't even read
0: his own. i can't read my own notes i'm writing notes while the episode is happening oh uh the doctor uh couldn't go into the red waterfall because the plague thing would kill him no regeneration he says and again i ask why not It would stop both hearts at once. He
2: would die before he could regenerate.
0: That's not how regeneration works.
1: (laughs) Wait, (laughs) if he went into the red waterfall, he would die? The
0: reason that the doctor couldn't go in, he had to send Rory in instead, was that if he went in, he would get the plague, and he said, it would kill me, no regeneration, and then moved on with life. Yoink. So So we've
1: seen seen him die. What's that? That means
4: if Rory had pressed the red waterfall button and there he would have died and Rory
1: he would have died Nope we
0: lost you Almost if down Rory down. had hit the red button, he would have died, and what yeah no
4: the, if Rory had hit the red button and they'd gone inside, the doctor would have died and oh have died. yeah
0: at the at the very beginning of the episode, if he'd had hit the red waterfall instead of the green and then anchor,
4: that'd be like
0: the show would be over. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. It would have been the series finale.
4: <laughs> Rory's had to like... So it's... a it's. Wait, but no re- no regeneration, so it wouldn't have been... It
1: was...
2: yeah.
4: Wait, couldn't she just and... go
1: out of the red waterfall and into the green place? Apparently,
0: she, I don't know, she never Cally. tried to go back out like Rory did. No, she
2: did. She no, was she like, did. I'm in the wrong room. Because well, Rory told her, you're in the wrong room, and she's like, okay, oh look, there's no way to get out. that was just it she couldn't get out
4: she's She's like like, i pressed in but he went out
2: and i i guess there was no option like that for yeah he
0: well he never fully went in he kind of like looked in the door and then came back out before the door closed
2: yeah so maybe once you're in and the door closes that's it like
0: you're under quarantine so there is no way back out so i don't know but um i again we there there's there's a there's coming an answer to this whole thing about no regeneration but i I only am okay with that because I know what's coming and it still is bothering me. I'm wondering while things were going on, was this supposed to be hinting at something that we're leading up to or was it just sloppy writing? I really, I really don't know. Um, the Wikia did mention the stuff that I've already talked about where we're, we're coming up to a day where it's going to be explained that he had no regenerations left, but, um, there was no hint of that at this point and we've got a whole other season to get through. Before we get to that explanation, so I really don't know if it's sloppy writing this season, or or why they keep referencing the fact that he has no regenerations left. So, um, last thing about who is the doctor is we had Amy, old Amy, call him the Blue Box Man, flying through space and time on whimsy. Uh That needs to be on his bumper sticker on the back. Uh Uh
1: Caution, Madman with Box,
0: (laughs) (laughs) flying through space and time on whimsy. So. All right, so that brings us down to the can we talk about section. Um, can we talk about people being abandoned in alternate timelines?
1: This is kind of this is kind of <laughs> two is, topics. This is a trope.
0: Um, yes, but it, so it, it's two things. First of all, it is um, there's there's a sci-fi trope that someone abandoned in time will go insane and will turn absolute hatred towards the ones that abandoned them. Right? And
1: so we <laughs> no, now, I wouldn't. We we've, we've seen this happen so now with saying.
0: Rory and Amy. Right, we had we had the, the arguably maybe Lord. it never actually happened timeline with Rory in the TARDIS. Remember yeah. that mm-hmm. um, with uh, with House messing with him and everything. <laughs> so we have Rory being a you know pr- somewhat abandoned by Amy. Therefore, he goes insane and writes you know kill Amy, death to Amy on the walls in presumably blood and poop and. <laughs> and and then here we have, remember we said it was red and brown and there were no markers. That's all I'm saying. Um, so there were two colors on the wall and no markers. That's all I'm saying. Maybe you, you just see you little know.
1: yellow spots? <laughs> all
0: the eyes are dotted in yellow, I don't understand. Um,
1: so yeah. now
0: we have Amy doing the same thing, but she didn't really turn the <clears throat> hatred towards Rory. She turned the hatred towards, towards the, the doctor. doctor. Which is kind of understandable because in that scenario the Rory doctor would be the had more no responsible one. Exactly. Exactly. So uh um, also
1: Amy had no control over
0: what happened. Yeah, but she she walked away from Rory. That's yeah. that's the idea there. She, she had some evil. So again, Corbin had uh some 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 issue with this idea saying that he would have found a reason to laugh in thirty six years. So At Corbin just anything. would would you not have gone insane? <sighs> uh
2: I think I might I have think laughed she kept because it cool. I would go insane. You would laugh because you would go insane? Yes, I would laugh Coulton at everything. Corbin would laugh
1: at everything was, because... because I'm
2: insane.
1: Like <laughs> Demon robots. I wouldn't be <laughs> laughing because I am.
2: Yeah, I feel
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so everybody agrees they would go nuts, and that's why they would be laughing.
2: I, I, all right. Like, I just thought like Amy kept it cool. I wouldn't resent the people when they finally did come back to get me, though. Because
1: like, you would be insane and stuff have no idea what happens
2: going- when it comes to time and timey-wimey and whatnot. When it comes to
1: time and space, you've seen what can happen. I wouldn't hate the person that didn't know what happened.
2: And Oh, it's like, this like,
1: one planet that just... we didn't know about that we landed on got quarantined. And you went to the wrong way and we went
2: to it one. It's all yeah. complete, and done out of complete ignorance. I mean, mm-hmm. I would be like, oh my gosh, you're finally here. It's been 36 years. Not, I hate you all and I want to kill you because you left me. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's not and Rory seems
1: so surprised when Amy <sighs> saved him, like, you saved me. Yeah, kid, don't get used
2: to yeah, it. Said, don't <laughs> get used to it. I'm like, calm down. Just, <laughs> You're going to save him every single time and you know yeah. of course will. you are of course you are so yeah that it's um
1: Sit down, rory. i yeah. thought
2: i thought it was
0: interesting that amy had that response having been through that with rory yeah. having been the one on the other side where she mm-hmm. did not mean to abandon him she didn't actually walk away from him she just walked through a door and didn't know that it was going to slam shut behind her and so now it's her on the other side and she she had to have known that it was it was a mistake, and she she had to have had She's enough gone time to through think through that. It. Yeah,
1: because like with Rory, it's been no more than ten minutes, probably. Right. But with Amy, it's been like twenty years, which is what happened with yeah. Amy. So like, yeah.
0: and and again, you know, at the same time, she she didn't really turn her hatred towards Rory as much as she did the Doctor, and it all comes doc- down to that line, Mister Blue Box Man, traveling through space and time on whimsy. You know, the, Rory even said something about why don't you look up the history books on a planet before we go there. In other words, what he was saying was before you take us to a plague-ridden planet with some, you know, mad scientist's idea of a health clinic, um, why didn't you know that before you got here? To which the doctor's Plus, this only should be a is, label. that's not the way I travel.
1: Plus, there should be a label. Red waterfall. <laughs> Very deadly. I mean, maybe, maybe Quarantine. In that,
0: maybe in that culture a green anchor and a red waterfall is self-explanatory i mean who knows but Mm. um so the the second part of this can we talk about so first of all there there's that time that that sci-fi trope about you know if you get abandoned in time you're gonna go crazy um the the other thing is this episode reminded me a lot of um star trek deep space Nine's episode children of time
1: which we did here we did i
0: went and i looked it up that was timey wimey episode number 18 not not timey-wimey, timey-wimey wimey 18, 18 yeah. yeah it was right. episode that was like 18 timey-wimey. that was actually back when we were still calling them wibbly wobblies instead of timey mm-hmm. Wimey before the change um here the is the and, and just as a reminder um deep space Nine's children of time you have uh the the crew of deep space nine they they crash land on a planet and when they when they crash they find an entire community right hundreds of people mm-hmm. that turn out to be the descendants of them Because when they fix the ship and take off, they're going to have some sort of weird accident that throws them back in time so that they crash land on the planet again, like 400 years in the past and they never make it off the planet and they have children who have children who have children, children, which turns in to be the people that meet them. Except
1: for the one guy that is like the doctor that can like come back as a different person or whatever
0: um the not, not the doctor but yeah it was the the dax symbiont i
1: said like the doctor not
2: the Doctor. oh like doctor who I, I'm yeah ready. yeah like the doctor as in can, regeneration can regenerate yeah, yeah. Sim- that and
0: uh the shapeshifter uh odo the shapeshifter. he's also around Ooh. yeah if you don't remember don't. don't worry about it um you weren't very familiar with the show when we yeah <laughs> when we watched that episode so um so at any rate um the crew is trying to decide whether or not they're going to attempt to escape because now they can learn from their mistake and get out without causing the crash. So therefore they won't be thrown back in time. And therefore none of those people will ever have existed. Okay. So the same conundrum that they're facing in this episode, trying to choose between young Amy and old Amy, they're trying to choose between, do we escape with our current lives and go back home? Or do we, decide to crash land on this planet so that we continue to let events unfold the way they are now here's the fundamental question that both of those episodes are trying to raise if you do something that causes someone or even a whole civilization with star trek Deep Space 9 to have never existed is it murder
1: because hmm. they never existed
0: cricket 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 <laughs>
1: because they never existed
2: but they do but they did
1: they did but
2: they, do they, exist. Did, but they didn't okay, so here's and here's when the way remember then it basically is murder right
0: i mean like well that's that's kind of what they it, they came down to with uh children of time is they're they're like we remember them right so if we remember them they existed and now they don't so what the heck? You know, and it turns out like they Odo did. sabotaged it, and uh, like the the future Odo
1: because they were gonna so let murdered himself events happen the way. Uh, they does that count
0: suicide? They came, <laughs> yeah, they came up with a plan where <laughs> they would split, so one version yeah. of them would crash, and one version of them would go through.
2: Oops, I which, lost the coin toss, and so now I've landed exactly. On the
0: and as oh. it turns out, as with the doctor, it was a lie. Yeah, Odo lied. And this was never going to work. And he knew that. And the reason he was doing it was just to save Norris. And um, the way it works out on on this episode of Doctor Who is Rory says, you know, you're going to kill her. And the doctor says, no, she will have never existed. And he says, but she does right now. She's out there. I can hear her. I can't do this. I can't kill her. I -hmm. can't. And so the doctor says, okay, fine. You can have one or the other. You can't have both choose and so he has to choose whether or not to abandon his wife to 36 years of solitude and then bring that older amy on board and try and live with her as that or does he keep his current timeline wife which would destroy the other one it would un as as amy said older amy said throughout the episode un it would rewrite her entire 36 year history And when she gets 36 years down the road, she will not be that person. She will stop existing. Mm. So is it wrong? Mm.
1: (laughs) But that's what old Amy would have wanted to happen, but it's to get saved before all of that happened.
0: No, it wasn't. That's, that's the whole point is that she said, I'm not going to let you go back. And, and save the younger version of me because if you do, then I stop existing.
1: No, I'm, no, I'm saying if she was the younger version, that's what she would have wanted. Like she didn't want to spend 36 years trapped there. Right,
0: oh yeah, you're right.
1: So she experienced the same thing that Amy did. Right. So. Well,
0: that's the conundrum is that after having gone through that, she wouldn't go back and change it.
1: Honestly, I say if Amy hadn't gotten touched or whatever she probably would have let the older amy in and just gone out
0: yeah that's the other thing that's the flaw in the doctor's plan is that he didn't know that they were going to get ambushed by the robots at the end he caused the ambush and and make it so that only younger amy and rory get in with by the way plenty of time for her to him to walk over and put a coat over her and ask her how she's doing before he goes and locks the door, right? If older and Amy Amy's had just kept running, she would
2: have been in the turn. Yeah. Trying to make a mad dash to the door yeah. before the yeah. closeout. So, like, but then it would have been a less dramatic time. episode. So anyway. yeah. I mean obviously. Also,
1: why did she have to like bash all the different robots, just like run right past them? Yeah. Like all oh, she like was like I
0: said doing as, was as we were watching s- it, smash. it was just
2: an awesome opportunity to let Amy kick some butt. Ah! And the strangest sequence in Doctor Who so far, it was very weird. <laughs> like, There's a uh, the scene where, like, she one of them songs. she stabs
0: through the face with a katana, and then another one she just bumps them on the hip with a stick and, and it, it makes sparks go flying. There. And then young Amy and Rory each grab a shoulder of one and throw it to the ground. I'm like, what exactly is happening? And then Rory just beats one over the head with a painting. Right yeah. And it hitting one over the it's head with the Mona Lisa dead. causes it to short circuit or whatever, so.
1: Also, did that change it for every reality or just that reality? Like uh, anytime something is moved?
0: Wibbly wobbly. Oh, I get what you're saying, yeah.
1: Like does know. it change everybody's perspective? Cause with the mirror thingy, it did.
0: Right. That's a good point.
1: But no, I assume not every person Wait, is there multiple green anchors?
2: <laughs> he, I think you're kind of overthinking. We're officially this. overthinking.
1: No, it. no, there's not multiple green anchors. So what if two families come in at the same time?
2: Yeah, that was the slightly I did problem. wonder about that myself,
0: yeah.
1: Because I thought, be awkward. oh, each of them was going <laughs> to be, be stuck in a different room. I thought Amy was going to be stuck in there. Or the doctor was going to be stuck trying to figure out how to get Amy out, and Rory was going to be stuck with the TARDIS, no, and then would Rory would have been, been the cool dude that comes hey, in. By and By the saves way, the day. I
0: started thinking halfway through this episode: was this a Doctor Light episode? Or kinda. I mean, yeah. I mean, they they could have the filmed Tardis most the of the Doctor's sequences on his own. So I was just I was just wondering about that. Yeah. So yeah. All right, guys. Noobs in the Hoovian, as always, is brought to you by listeners like Victor. Say hi, Victor. Right. Uh, Noobs and the Hoovian is not brought to you by crappy internet service. <laughs> so, <laughs> so guys, if that. you find value in what we do, if we help you enjoy your enjoyment and you want to give a little bit of value back, here's how you can do it. You can join for as little as a dollar a month as an Amelia patron. Starting at $5 a month, you're on the Amy tier and you'll get a shout out on the show. $12 means you are our very own River Song, always there for us. And $15 a month makes you a hosting host like Victor. You'll get a chance to guest host on an upcoming episode. So if you're interested in any one of those levels, and by the way, those are the starting points. You can go as high as you like. Uh, you can head on over to patreon.com slash noobs and and become a supporting patron of family-friendly, independent Doctor Who media today. So that brings us down to the uh, Classic Who connection. So we're going to hear what Jared has to say.
3: Hello, noobs and the Whovian. This is Jared with your Classic Who connections for The Girl Who Waited. So once there were two Amys running around and creating a paradox, the Doctor said that the TARDIS hates it, and that's why it was going haywire. And this is not the first time that the Doctor has attributed emotions or a personality to the TARDIS. We see this a lot in New Who. It was not something that was huge in Classic Who, but sort of built over time. It wasn't really an introduced concept early on. But... We do see the fourth doctor uh, giving it a personality, giving the TARDIS a personality in the Ribos operation. And we see the first five doctors doing so in the serial, the five doctors. That's a fun one, incidentally, if you wanna go back to uh, Classic Who and check it out. So at the end uh, where they're escaping to the TARDIS, we've got Rory hitting the robot over the head with the Mona Lisa. Incidentally, if you haven't talked about this already, I don't know how that destroys a robot uh, hitting it over the head with a fake painting. Maybe it was a real painting. I don't know. But still, uh, that seemed kind of weak. But uh, anyway, uh, so in the fourth Doctor serial, City of Death, there was also a replica of the Mona Lisa. And finally, we've got a parallel story here clear back to the first Doctor and one of his companions this is in the third season, and we're going to be talking about a lost serial. The Massacre is the name of the serial, and there is very, very little that remains for this one. There's really no video, no audio. Uh, they haven't done it. I, I don't think they think it's a maybe a good enough story to make into or, or at least impactful enough story for overall Doctor Who to make it into a cartoon or anything like that. I think we just have the script that's left, or or at least we have a plot synopsis. So this connection is totally uh, thanks to the TARDIS Wikia uh, that has this on on the site there. But the first Doctor had a companion named named Stephen Taylor, and he was in love with a woman named Anne Chaplet, or at least uh, he was had romantic feelings for her. Uh, I don't know if he knew her long enough to be really, say, in love or not. But anyway, so he was, he was very much attached to her, and she was about to die, and Stephen wanted the doctor to alter time to save her. And so while the doctor knew that they could not uh, do what they had to do without catastrophic results, he still lied and gave them both hope that she could be saved— But in the end, he did have to let her die, and Steve was really angry at the doctor, much like we saw Rory being really angry at the doctor as a result of this. So this is the doctor playing about the same trick, and I don't know if this is—I have to imagine this was intentional— uh, that, that they would know. And maybe because this is a lost episode, I mean, it was r- usually the allusions back to Classic Who are similar, but they've got their own twist on and things. This is like the same thing happening again. So I think maybe because it's a lost episode, they felt like, let's just do it the same so, because they, they really liked that uh, story point with the doctor, I guess. Uh, but anyway, I, I don't know exactly why. I, I don't have reasons, but that there is that direct parallel there. So I normally this would be a you know, pretty strong episode uh, in, in, in other seasons, uh, in a run of a string of other episodes, I might rate it even higher. but based around the other stories that were going on that right now that are so strong, this one actually was a little lacking for me. Uh, it made a, a good episode seem a little bit less uh, on, on that and, and quite frankly, I did not like old Amy at all. Uh, I wasn't rooting for her to uh, be saved. I, I, when she said, you know, for me to basically give up my place and let young Amy come in, that means I'm gonna die, and I, I, I don't want to sound heartless, but I had no qualms about that. It's like, yeah, bring back young Amy, and then they can live their life together, and that's okay. Um, so it didn't, it didn't impact me as much in the episode there, but. So I'm gonna give it 7.5 out of 10. Sonic probes, and I didn't find a whole lot that creepy, other than the idea of a robot automated planet that would just kill people. Uh, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't connect with it enough or, or alter the programming enough uh, to save people, and that's that's a little creepy. But uh, I, I'm gonna give it 100 creep levels just for uh, just that general idea and a few other things. So thank you very much to the TARDIS Wikia for the information. And thank you to Noobs in the Whovian for having me on. And I look forward to bringing you more classic Who connections next time.
0: (laughs) All right, so that brings us us down to our overall impressions. Jared gave it a 7.5 out of 10 Sonic Probes. It's not a screwdriver, it's a Probe, Probe, Probe. Probe.
2: Uh,
0: Victor, what is your score out of 10? Eight soaring silver colonnades. Silver colonnades? I don't even know how to spell colonnades. I got soaring, soaring, soaring Silver soaring. Colonnades. I'm gonna have to um I'm gonna have to look up how to spell colonnades. Yeah. I don't think I spelled it right. <laughs> uh so let's see. Neither did I. Uh <laughs> that's no. awesome. Uh, Corbin, what about you? What I just is, wrote what down is?
4: like and
0: C O L O N spell check. <laughs> <It ends eventually.
2: laughs> spell check. <laughs> uh, I thought this one was pretty good. It was. It was good. It was eight out of ten. Uh, teleporting robots. Eight out of
0: ten teleporting robots. The first time
2: he did that, he's like, "Bam, gone." Oh yeah, what when he like happened? did
0: the the fist bump to himself I'm and like, and made himself like, go what away. is he
2: doing? Is he about to explode? And then he just. <laughs> evaporates like, what just happened <laughs> what the?
0: uh trip what about you
1: i think y'all guys y'all, y'all are bad people <laughs> why are y'all gets always rate so low this is the best episode this held up to my expectations
0: oh that's good because your expectations were pretty high This they were bursted, soaring high like the silver colonnades
1: they bursted above my expectation i'm gonna give
0: this 10 sad endings 10 out of 10 sad endings um i thought this one was was great I, you, that's right <laughs> 10, out of 10 sad trombone endings um you guys know i love it when when things get wibbly wobbly especially when they get extra wobbly
3: um so um
0: i love i love time dilation stories as much as i love time travel because honestly this one was not as much time travel as it was just time dilation, um, which is also fun. So, and we'll encounter that again when we finally get to Interstellar at the end of the year. So, I'm going to do this nine out of ten face syringes.
2: <laughs> that was
0: horrifying. It was
2: um, so,
1: speaking,
0: hey, it wasn't bad though. Um, no, it, okay it didn't. It didn't actually. Bad. That CGI was pretty good. Speaking of of uh, bad CGI, up on the checklist an hour ago. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of creepy things, uh, Jared gave it a hundred out of five hundred creep levels. Corbin, what do you think?
2: uh okay so we mentioned the face syringes and the hands which were fairly creepy uh-huh. but i mean nothing in this episode was really like terrifying yeah. or anything terrifying. So i'm just gonna go with uh, like 50 i
0: guess 50 from the jaded uh, uh high schooler <laughs> uh victor what about you man what do you think out of 500 creep levels
4: uh 100
0: oh he's going like, it, all- it was
4: it wasn't scary but like it wasn't creepy but like it's kind of scary having to think of, like, being sucked in like if, 36 years it's okay. yeah, just definitely.
1: in the moment
0: oh man you know what we what apparently oh, wait, dropped yeah. off our checklist Corbin. existential oh, ex- horror. existential horror uh yeah the idea that she was going to be erased so um oh, no. so yeah victor uh exactly not terribly creepy like like uh Just like scary to creepy think about. Or anything yeah. like that uh but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give it uh 125 out of 500 creep levels um mainly because of the uh the robots were kind of creepy the fact that they didn't have faces were was was a little creepy um having the sharpie drawn on the one rory bot was kind of silly. um oh i no, thought it, i thought it, it, it kind hilarious silly. yeah i thought
1: it was funny that hair. she drew that on yeah. which with what
0: oh that's a good point yes. somewhere she found a, a
1: <laughs>
0: she used the probe um, so trip what are you what are you gonna give it yeah. at 500
1: um I say 250 250 this, this oh is gosh. a good even split What's
2: wrong with you there's nothing that's scary in this episode
1: <laughs> there's syringes being shot at your face I don't know that that's not scary <laughs> if it's I, creepy if I held up a hundred daggers next to your
2: face, wow. I mean, okay. I guess I mean, it is kind it like of that, scary if a I, robot's face opens up and, like, you know, shoots a syringe at you. But yeah, I mean, pretty this sort of is 50.
0: a
1: kindness.
0: Oh, that was creepy. Yeah,
2: the voice yeah. of the of the robots. This, this is, is
0: a kindness. kindness. And the doctor's doctor started the episode he set the tone for the episode by saying their kindness will kill you so every time you hear this is a kindness you think murder so fun times all right so um into the theories section here um victor has to remain silent because he's already been there um (coughs) do we do we have anything to add what will happen with 11 dying do you guys want to change anything
2: no No. not really who is the impossible astronaut no
0: no Corbin's whole theory, say. yeah, no, we didn't. We say. this was this was a one-off episode. This could have taken place any time during the series, yeah. and it would not have impacted anything. So, anywho,
1: this was one of those the TARDIS didn't need to bring them specifically to this place. Like this wasn't one yeah. of those adventure things. This was you could have one put this
0: storyline into any season at any point. And with it would have
1: any fine. people with any characters, like as, long, right. as long as there's three characters.
0: Well, I mean, you definitely had to have a married couple or a romantically involved couple. With the like whole Amy Rory, Rory thing.
1: By, and Amy. Um,
0: but even that, you didn't have to have for the central premise of of you know somebody stuck in a time dilation but anyways
1: yeah. uh so we
0: didn't have any uh listener input this week so that's just going to bring us right on down to the game plan uh so next week we continue our mad dash to the series finale by watching the god complex can't get wait ready for, for this one yeah get ready for Someone's your creep levels freak. to go up yeah just oh but yeah this is another one of those episodes where i gave this 125 and maybe 25 of those creep levels were just in the next time
2: okay. <laughs> Just the next week episode just seeing a preview of that is enough to make this episode green if this episode was a 250 for a trip what is the next episode yeah be?
0: next next week's gonna be uh, pretty bad Nine
1: for him, so,
2: uh,
0: you, you guys can tell from the next time uh that it, that you know where we're headed with this one so. <laughs> um it is and i will say this it has got a fantastic uh it's a great character episode great great character episode um in addition to being uh, Freaky. creepy, horrifying in every way. Um, after we do the wedding of river song, which is the, the series finale, we have our first timey wimey of 2020. We're going to be doing bill and Ted's excellent adventure. So remember yes. we're doing that one. And then a few no. months later we'll be doing uh bogus journey and just in time for us to, in August, do bill and Ted face the music, the 30 something year later sequel, which is Yay. all we seem to do anymore
2: with what like 50 year old keanu reeves <laughs> yeah somebody, so old now. It's
0: the first look pictures that came out from uh from bill and ted face the music it's like, whoa, whoa. bill and ted in the phone booth leaning out looking at something and and somebody captioned one of them that said for all the people that think keanu reeves hasn't aged you just haven't seen him without his beard because he's shaved for in that picture i don't know if he is for the entire movie but in that picture he is completely clean shaven and he looks different <laughs> he looks very different. He needs to grow it back, and he needs to grow it back fast, is all Please. I'm saying. So, uh, so that's that's what we've got coming up. And then uh, way off down in the future, I think sometime towards the, the fall or early winter, we'll have the last time in Wyoming of the year, which will probably be interstellar. So that's looking way off, probably way off into the future. So um, before we do our closing, I did want to say again, thanks to Victor for being a faithful Patreon supporter and uh, for coming on the show today. Anything you want to say before you go?
4: Thanks for having me
0: on. Well, thanks for being on, man. Um, Like I said, we're, we're glad to have you. Um, and Jared Board, and uh, being a part of what we're doing here. So, guys, noobs in the hooving is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside, especially when we have an extra co-host on board. It's, <laughs> and and people are I just die. catching a cold. Apparently, <laughs> your senior producer is me, Austin Reason, that sneezy guy. Is our production editor, <laughs> Corbin. Our audio engineer is this guy. I am Trip. Our special guest host is this guy. I am. <laughs> I am Vic. <laughs> I am Vic. It's a noobs in the Hoovian version of I am Group. Special thanks to Tardis.wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the classic Who connection. Shout outs to Victor and Jared for their Patreon support. You can find us over at facebook.com slash noobs in the email us at noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com and consider supporting us at patreon.com slash noobsinthehoovian you can find all these links and more including the full show notes over at com. wherever you found us make sure that you subscribe like us share us with a friend not because we're a great show but because we watch one until next time my name is austin i'm the Hoovian. These are my son's corbin and Trip, and, and we're the, the Noobs. It. and we will see you next time
4: goodbye Be whipped.